Welcome back to the Dodgers, Lakers, Patriots, and Rams podcast. I'm your host, Laura Antonio. Woke with Anthony Newton from his talk show, Woke with Anthony Newton, is with me today to talk about news and notes around MLB and continue the all 30 MLB previews of 2019 beginning. And then today we are going to end it with the Colorado Rockies and Arizona Diamondbacks and predicting our breakout players for each team, for each player on each team in the NL West. But before that, let's start things off with the breaking news of the day yesterday that your Miami Marlins finally found a way to trade JT Real Muto. And do you think the Phillies have won this trade? Uh, yeah, I believe so, because they didn't have to give up. Like, what they were asking from everybody else, you know, they didn't have to give up close to that. So, um, I believe they definitely, I believe they definitely um, won the trade. However, you know, the Marlins did, you know, the Marlins did get back, you know, a couple of, um, you know, prospect pitchers that were, you know, that were really good who could possibly um, play, you know, who could possibly play at the next level very soon. And, you know, they uh, gave us a catcher and a catcher as well. So, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we'll see how everything, we'll see how everything shakes out. But all in all, I believe they did, um, especially since they want to win now, I believe they did win the trade. Yeah, with that being said, now the Phillies got Jorge Aflalo in return. Now he's your starting catcher. And um, do you think he's going to be a good fit for this Marlins team? Oh, it's um, – I believe I believe so. I believe he's going to be able to step in right away. And um, at least, you know, his uh, defensive prowess is uh, going to help us a little bit. Um, he's not going to provide that bat that um, I would like. You know, in that um lineup, but as far as you know, as far as what we got back, um, and you know, JT, I believe JT just really didn't want to be there and was like wanted to go to somebody that could compete, and you know, for them giving him that and then getting uh some young up and coming players back, I mean, I don't blame him either. Yeah, that being said, so I'm going to tell you my revised lineup for the Miami Marlins now with the addition of Jorge Aflalo. So I have Starlin Castro still batting first and second base. And then batting second is the shortstop, JT Riddle. Batting third is the third baseman, Martin Prado. Batting fourth is the right fielder, Brian Anderson. Batting fifth is the first baseman, Neil Walker. Batting sixth is the left fielder, Austin Dean. Batting seventh, the catcher, Jorge Aflalo. And batting eighth, the center fielder, Luis Brinson. Yeah, yeah, I believe, um, I believe Brinson and Aflalo's, uh, they could change and, you know, just keep um, Aflalo in that eighth spot. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much the same lineup that I have. The reason why I have Luis Brinson batting eighth is because I think that you got to have speed in the bottom of the lineup, and Brinson runs very fast. And if you get him on base, then the pitcher could bunt him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, um, I definitely understood what you were, you know, why you were saying that. But um, I don't know. I haven't seen Brinson in that eight hole yet. So I mean, I guess we'll, I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, for sure on that for for the Marlins standpoint and. Uh, we also have another breaking news story to talk about. The Cleveland Indians could be – the Cleveland Indians are without their shortstop for at least spring training. Francisco Lindor 
but he could miss spring. He could miss the. Uh, he could miss opening day, but he, even though he's out like seven to eight weeks or something like that, from what I heard, he should be back in time for opening day. He just strained his groin muscle. Ooh, yeah, man, that muscle that muscle's a little bit tricky though, as far as um, you know, as far as your return time. But you know, because he doesn't have to push it, um, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't be back. But man, um, that's a that, that's a big miss, you know, because he's gonna. You know, miss spring training there. You know, just just getting ready for everything. Yeah, for Francisco Lindor, and it could, and it, and it, he's expected back seven to nine weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll see what Cleveland does. I mean, you know, with that, you know, playing, you know, playing in kind of a, you know, weaker division. I believe they're not going to have that big of a problem. So expect Lindor to be. Uh, so expect Lindor to be uh, on the be ready for opening day. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's seven to nine weeks, but it says that uh, he should he should return between March twenty seventh and April tenth. Yeah, which would be just in time. Uh, what were you saying? No, I said which will be just in time. Yeah, for sure on that. On that part. But now, with that being said, uh, let's talk about and now preview the Arizona Diamondbacks and Colorado Rockies seasons. Um, start off with the Arizona Diamondbacks, though. Um, I mean, the biggest offseason move was getting Wilmer Flores and then adding a closer in Greg Holland. But the dumbest move was trading Paul Goldschmidt. Wait, can you, can you uh, touch on that again? The the biggest move for the uh, Diamondbacks is uh, getting Greg Holland to be their closer, and the the dumbest move, and also adding Wilmer Flores. But the dumbest move was losing Paul Goldschmidt and AJ Pollock in free agency. Yeah, 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 man. That's what um. That's definitely what I. That's definitely what I had. But you know, their um. Their lineup still, you know, they just added uh, the starting pitcher Michael Kahn. Which is, you know, which could definitely add de- a lot of depth to that rotation. Um, you know, you see Michael who? Michael Kahn. That doesn't ring a bell. K O H N. He, um, you know, not really, not really a big name now, but uh, he, you know, they just they just picked him up. I want to say it was, I want to say it was today. They just picked him up in um free agency. Yeah, but expect uh, for the uh, Diamondbacks to make Greg Holland their closer, but eventually Archie Bradley will be the closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm with that. But the Diamond, but getting Greg Holland is a is a plus for the Diamondbacks bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Of course, any um any kind of depth, and especially um a closer pitcher, which is you know I mean a pivotal role in the MLB today and the fact that, you know, they got rid of, they got rid of, um, you know, some big bats in their lineup. So, you know, maybe being able to do it on the pitching side isn't so bad. And um, now with that being said, what we talked about here, but the Diamondbacks also got one more Flores from the Mets. I think he'll provide some power and balance to that lineup. 
Yeah, 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 definitely in that um in that second base spot um potentially. Um, I definitely have him, you know, in that starting lineup and being able to provide at least consistency. Who is the guy you talked about that the Diamondbacks just got? Uh, Michael Kahn. He's a starting pitcher. Michael Kahn? Is he a top 30 prospect? No, I don't think so. I think it was just talking about him. Um, it, was just, it was just talking about him as far as, you know, them picking him up in free agency. Oh, okay. Um, now, with that being said, let's. Pre- I'm going to predict you my projected starting line, start batting order for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, I have leading off and playing left field, David Peralta. Batting second is the right fielder, Steven Souza Jr. Batting third, the first baseman, Jake Lamb. Batting fourth, the second baseman, Wilmer Flores. Batting fifth, the third baseman, Eduardo Escobar. Batting sixth, the shortstop, Nick Ahmed. Batting seventh, the catcher, Alex Avila. And batting eighth, the center fielder, Kentel Marte. Okay, so I actually, so I don't have, I like I put I put Marte in my lineup, but I was kind of um, iffy because, you know, Gerard Dyson kind of had the season that he had. So um, I do have Dyson starting off in center field. I have Eduardo Escobar at third base and um, hitting second. I got David Peralta hitting third in left field. I got Steven Sosa hitting fourth in um, right field. I got Jake Lamb hitting fifth at first base. Wilmer Flores hitting fifth at second base. Uh, Nick Ahmed, the shortstop, hitting seventh. And I got Alex Avila, the catcher, hitting So you don't have Cantal Marte in the starting lineup? I do, I do not. Um, Why? Because I feel like I feel like Dyson's more of a um, consistent player. Uh, the thing is that since Flores became a uh, a Diamondback, they decided to move Catel uh, Marte to the outfield. Okay, yeah. So see, I was still I, I was still working on that, but. I don't know. I really – I was watching some of the film on Gerard Dyson last year, and although they're moving Marte to the – you know, to the outfield, I believe that he can possibly – I believe that he could possibly play that center field position, but Gerard Dyson is all, like, a better – a way better outfielder than he is. But for me, I I, I think Cattell Marte will play center field in that day because he has very good speed, though. A good athlete, though. Good defender, though. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I like um like I said before, it was it was a toss up because I had um Chertel Marte actually leading off um playing that center field position. But, you know, the more like the more and more I looked at Dyson and his numbers, I just felt like that's who I was gonna put there. And so that's oh, okay. not saying what the team's gonna that's not saying what the team's gonna do. But that's saying that um you know who would I who, who I would put there to at least start off the season because I'm not really um like I haven't I haven't seen Curtell Marte play center field. Yeah, except for me, I expect Curtell Marte to be the starting center fielder for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree with that. And now with that being said, um, my my breakout player for the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks this year is a player I think who didn't have didn't put up the best numbers this. Past season, but 
he's he's gonna do it this year. So it's gonna I predict it's gonna be Nick Ahmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was um. I would I would say like he just was he was very inconsistent last year, and so I was, you know, that's who I was kind of like leaning towards, but I believe you know I believe it's gonna be Souza, you know, and you know I actually got to watch this guy and you know, when he played for the Rays, but, you know, I believe Sosa's going to kind of take that next step and be able to, you know, hop in that four spot and actually produce. For me, it's Nick Ahmed because I think he's going to take his game up to the next level. Yeah, being a shortstop, you know, he has to do it at some point. Yeah, this is a new-look lineup for the Diamondbacks now that they, they, they got rid of Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and I don't, I definitely don't disagree. I don't disagree with that move. Um, but you know, without Paul Goldschmidt in the lineup, somebody's gonna have to step up and you know provide that uh, big bat. Yeah, and I think that'll be Nick Ahmed or David Peralta or Steven Souza Jr. Like you said. Yeah, for sure. And um, and for the rotation standpoint, someone told me that. If the Diamondbacks were tanking, do you think that Zach Granke could be a trade candidate? I believe, like, I definitely believe that. Um, you know, I believe it may be, I believe it, it's going to come from one of those teams, you know, possibly your Dodgers that are um, going to, you know, that are looking at competing and that have shed a little money because um, Granke – you know they owe Grinky around thirty million over the like around thirty million a year for the next three years. So you know whoever's gonna you know whoever wants to take them is gonna have to take that contract as well. I don't think that I I don't like you said. I mean I don't think Grinky will get traded back to the Dodgers because they have an established ace in the one-two punch in Kershaw and and Bueller. Yeah 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 for sure. I was just kind of, you know, as far as um, as far as adding depth in this new MLB, you know, where you know guys are kind of, you know, going places and, you know, almost creating like super teams in a sense. So, you know, just trying to um give your team the best opportunity to win. So I believe that Grinky, but I believe that Grinky could be traded to, you know, one of those uh, you know, a potential team that um can make the. He already said no to being traded back to the Dodgers, though. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. But I was just, um, you know, I was just kind of mentioning, I, I mentioned the Dodgers because of, you know, um, I believe they're on track to go back to the World Series. But, you know, it could be any one of those teams. You know, it could be the Cubs, it could be the Red Sox, the Yankees, you know, one of those teams. Yeah, but it won't be the Dodgers, though. Yeah, definitely. Because I, 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 the Dodgers already have a – one-two punch in the rotation already established with Kershaw and Bueller. You never have enough pitchers, though. Was that? That you can never have enough pitchers, though. Oh, I get what you're saying now. But now, with that being said, let's talk about the Colorado Rockies now. So, uh, the biggest off-season moves for the Colorado Rockies was adding Daniel Murphy. But the dumbest one was letting go of DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh. Definitely, you know, they, you know, bringing in Daniel Murphy kind of gives you that veteran presence, you know, knowing that he's going to, you know, give you a consistent bat. But, dude, letting go DJ LeMay, he was uh, really, I mean, 
was really silly. And, you know, they just signed uh, Mark Reynolds to um, – uh, like to a deal for the in the minor leagues, and they're inviting him to spring, like to spring camp. So, you know, we'll see. He's going to be, you know, he's going to at least be able to compete for one of those spots on the MLB roster. I think he'll probably most likely make the team out of spring training, though. Yeah, 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 definitely. We're talking about Mark Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's um, you know, and the fact that they brought, you know, the fact that just they brought him back, you know, I believe there's. There should be no reason he doesn't make the MLB roster. He'll be a pinch hitter off the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely, I mean, that's great for him. You know, uh, great veteran presence. Yeah, but um, the, but Daniel Murphy was the biggest move for the Rockies, but you said it was dumb and foolish for the, for the Rockies to let go of DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, especially, you know, especially if you're, you know, I believe, you know, they were kind of trending up. And I believe they'll still, you know, they'll still be able to compete. But, you know, I mean, DJ LeMayhew, you know, like potentially your best uh, player outside of Arenado, that's kind of silly. Talk about some guys in the bullpen other than Davis. Davis actually had a great year for the Rockies. But talk about guys like Brian Shaw, who had a rough year. Mike Dunn was okay. But I think Sanjuan O will be the setup man to Wade Davis. So yeah, yeah. Um, and man, I definitely I like Wade Davis, man. He uh played for the Marlins for a little bit. Got to watch him. Um, but uh, I haven't I haven't really dug I haven't really dug too much in you know inside uh Colorado's bullpen as far as um. You know, looking like being able to look at, you know, certain games and break down film. Um, I do, you know, I do like, I do like some of those guys um in the starting rotation like Estevez and um McGee. But as far as you know, as far as looking at some of their uh pitchers like out of that rotation like relievers and um catchers, I haven't really, you know, been able to follow many of those guys. Oh, I see. But, I mean, talk about the top two guys in the rotation who I think is going to be making headlines for the Rockies. Talk about Kyle Freeland and also Herman Marquez. So, the, I mean, yeah, those guys are definitely – those guys are definitely a big uh, one-two punch. I have Freeland um, actually, you know, coming out. He's going to be starting opening day. And, you know, just, you know, being able to at least – being able to at least go, you know – Six seven innings in a game is going to be key for this uh for this lineup that you know you really don't know what you're going to get out of you know some of the players. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I mean, the rotation for the Rockies it's going to be Freeland, Marquez. Um, I put uh, John uh, Tyler Anderson third, then John Gray fourth, and then uh, to round out the rotation will be Antonio Senzatella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the same. Those were the same guys that I had um, rounding out. But you know, once again, I haven't actually looked into um, you know into that rotation um, a lot. So I mean, I gotta just go do my homework as uh, camp starts up. Oh, uh, for sure on that. But with that being said, I'll predict you the batting order for the uh, Colorado Rockies to kick off the 2019 season. So I have. Leading off and playing center field, Charlie Blackman. 
Batting second is the shortstop, Trevor Story. Batting third, the right fielder, David Dahl. Batting fourth is the third baseman, Nolan Arenado. Batting fifth, the first baseman, Daniel Murphy. Batting sixth, the second baseman, Ian Desmond. Batting seventh, the catcher, Chris Ionetta. And batting eight in left field, Ryan McMahon. Actually, okay, so I actually have I have Charlie Blackman also batting off in left field, um, starting, and then I got Daniel Murphy coming in at first base, um, batting second. David Dahl in center, batting third. I got Arenado also in the fourth spot, um, and then I got Trevor Story in shortstop, batting fifth. I actually have Ian Desmond in right field just because I believe that. You know, they can use the bat in the lineup, and, you know, the right field position. You know, he's played before, so I believe that. And I believe, actually, Garrett Hampton, um, a lot of people have been high on this guy. I believe he's going to start at second, um, batting six. I got Chris Iannetta, um, or sorry, Hampton batting seven, and I got Chris Iannetta batting eight. Oh, but, you're, but you kind of switched it up, and you kind of switched up to switched up the lineup that I had for the Rockies. In, in yeah, yours? just a little bit. I just put I put Desmond in right field instead of second because um I had Garrett Hampton uh, starting second. Where would Ryan McMahon be? I actually don't. I actually don't have him in here, and that's because um from like from every like from everything I'm hearing coming out of spring training that Garrett Hampton is going to beat out that um for that second base spot and. I don't know if McMahon's going to be able to, uh, you know, and I believe the rotation, you know, I believe the lineup's going to change, you know, it's going to vary from game to game, but this is just my lineup for opening day. Yeah, I predicted you, I already predicted you my lineup for the Rockies on opening day. Because Desmond could play second, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I know that, but because, um, like because Hampson, you know, and because the uh, team's so high on Hampson, I put him at second and Ian Desmond in right field because, you know, he's an athlete and they can enjoy that bat in the lineup. Absolutely on Ian Desmond, a very good player on that part. But now we break, and then my breakout player this year on the Colorado Rockies is David Dole. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so I had picked the I had picked the same player just because um if he can. You know, he hasn't been he hasn't been that healthy up to this point. But if he can you know, if he can stay healthy, I mean he's gonna be I mean he's gonna be like a force to be reckoned with. So breaking down the breakout players for the NL for the NLS players, so I have for the Diamondbacks Nick Ahmed. For the Rockies I have David Dahl. For the Dodgers I have Alex Verdugo, Walker Bueller, and Julio Urias, and for the Padres Fernando Tatis Jr. and Hunter Renfro, and for the Giants, Chris Shaw and Steven Duger. Those are, you know, those are actually pretty much all of the all of the guys that, that I picked because, um, you know, when we were when we were talking about those teams a couple of, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, those are those are pretty much the exact same players that I picked. Yeah, so are you? Did you pick your breakout player for the Dodgers? Is it Alex Verdugo and Walker Bueller? I like Walker Bueller. So yeah, I only picked one, but I like Walker Bueller. I mean, he had you know 
almost like a coming out party, and I believe he's just going to take it to the next level. I picked three because I like Verdugo and I also like Urias, but I do think Walker Bueller is going to be an 18-game winner this year. That's why – that's my bold prediction on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, earlier, you know, I said the same thing. He would win somewhere around 16, 17 games. Yeah, yeah, that's – so now that we broke down my uh, breakout players for for each team in the uh, National League West as we wrap that up. So, um, next week we are going to go to the National League Central and we're going to talk about the top three teams in the National League Central next Friday. We're going to talk about the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers next week. Since you have that on your schedule, don't you? The all 30 MLB outline. Yes, I do. And those are, those are my teams. What were we saying? I said no, and those are my teams. The Brewers and the Cubs? Well, the Cubs, you know, like I'm a big Cubbies fan. You know, like growing up, you know, growing up, I watched, you know, I watched that battle between, you know, the Cardinals, Milwaukee, Cubs, you know, just uh, going at it. So, yeah, we're going to talk about what's in store for the Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers in 2019 next week. And then the following week, we're going to talk about the Reds and the Pirates, along with predicting our breakout players for each player in the National League Central. And uh, my final MLB thought for the day is, expect the Dodgers to be a 108-win team this year. Yeah, I mean, my only thing on MLB is trying to see, you know, where Harper and Machado ends up. I mean, it's kind of crazy that they haven't signed anywhere yet. But um, I'm kind of excited about that. And just, you know, seeing how, you know, seeing what the Marlins do, you know, So, to, to, before we end this MLB segment, I'm going to predict where both Harper and Machado are going to end up signing. Expect Bryce Harper to go to the Phillies and expect Manny Machado to go to the uh, Chicago White Sox. Yeah, I can see that. I, I believe Bryce Harper I believe Bryce Harper is actually going to go back to the Nationals. And I do like Machado with the White Sox. I'm, the reason why I think Bryce Harper is going to the Phillies is because now that they got Rio Muto, they could still add Harper, but I also think they're going to add Dallas Keuchel and also Craig Kimbrell. Man, yeah, that'd be a sick team. But do you do you agree with me that Bryce Harper will be back with the, will will go to the Phillies? I don't think so. I believe um, if he, I believe if the Phillies was going to snag him, they would have done it already. Um, so I believe he, I believe he is going back to the Nationals. But I can definitely see. I mean. I could definitely see him going to the Phillies, you know, and then building, you know, almost a super team. Yeah, but anyways, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the NBA.